You tuned into Talking Business with Beverly, the show designed to provide entrepreneurs with clarity around their overall business through mind, body, and soul. Join our host, Beverly Walthour, as she explores the latest business trends to help you grow your business. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Walthour. Thank you so much for joining us as we support you, the entrepreneur, in getting the clarity needed to create time and financial freedom in your business. And so we do this by not only addressing your business needs, but also your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, and relationship needs as well. And now join me in welcoming Brenda Underwood to the show. Hello, Brenda. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so you guys, I have brought Brenda on. Brenda is a dual certified business life coach. And she's all about, you know, helping female leaders making their job optional until they are ready to make it obsolete. And so I am ready to just jump into this conversation about how do we make our jobs optional? But Brenda, before we actually dive into the conversation, I love playing this game with my guests where I ask them three random questions. So Brenda, are you game to play the game? I'm game. I'm game to win. Awesome. Do <laughs> awesome. I get some money at the end of this? Uh, you know what? Yes. Uh-huh. I'm going to send that Monopoly money. I got you. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this. As a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be an accountant. Oh, cool. Was there any accountant-ness in your uh, background? No, all of my family members are nurses. Oh, wow. Well, there we go. Okay, cool. So I'm wondering, what little kid, are there really little kids out there that said, hey, I want to work with numbers? It's just a math teacher in me. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I love that. Um, what is your favorite dish to make? Not buy, but make. <laughs> Oh, girl, now I'm a cook. You know I can cook up some stuff down, some gravy and biscuits and sausage, lasagna, burrito break. I mean, what do I look? Okay, so at the end of this conversation, you're going to let us know where you live so we can all come when the world opens up again so we can all come and have dinner on Brenda. Do y'all hear that? Okay, thank you for that invitation. Dinner party at my house, and I'm gonna cook my favorite one. My famous one is lasagna. That's what yes. got my son, my son's father, to propose. So lasagna oh. is. Oh, oh, now see, you got me all off track right now. This ain't got nothing to do with this. But do you teach us how to make it, just in case? I no. Okay, let, let me get back on track. Okay, Brenda, if you could be any animal, I got you, Bev. We're going to talk about this after the conversation. Thank you, Brenda. Okay. If you could be any animal, what would you be and why? I would be a panther. Oh. Because one, I've always loved panthers, uh-huh. but they're silent. They're, oh. they're quick. Mm. Um, and their eyesight is keen. Wow, I love that. She broke that thing all the way down. All right. Okay, Brenda, I know they're like, hey, y'all don't stop this chit chat because they need to know how to how to make their job optional. So Brenda, we are going to dive on into this conversation. 
So tell our listeners a little bit more about what kind of business you have. I have a coaching business where I'm, I'm helping people, female leaders to connect their God-given purpose and passion with their profession. Mm. Mm. I need you to repeat that again because I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm loving that. Help them connect. Go ahead now, say that again. <laughs> I want them to, con- I, I, I help women and have helped women for, for multiple years connect their God-given purpose and passion with their profession. Wow, 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 wow. Now, Brenda, how in the world did you get into this type of coaching? Oh, Lord, we only got 15 minutes. Um, (laughs) I got into this type of coaching because I was a Bible college teacher at Free Chapel Worship for eight years. And so I had classes of 25 to 50 people every 12 weeks. And I constantly saw Christians who loved the Lord, but they were broke, busted, and disgusted mm. on jobs that they on jobs that they hated. And but they loved the Lord and they were in the word and they were seeking God, but they were not getting any fulfillment in life. And as I began to pray about God, why is there such a huge disconnect and divide? And it's you know, I really felt like the Holy Spirit pressed upon me. They're not mm. connected with the gifts and the talents I gave them, they are chasing behind the societal life script of get into a profession where you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they could wow. they could make even more than money, mm-hmm. money plus significance plus fulfillment if they connect their God-given purpose and passion with their profession, because I gave them that gift to mm. propel them into my promises. Okay, first of all, you better have me run around this room. So I need you, look, okay, first of all, what was that formula? You said money plus significance plus fulfillment. Is that what you said? Yes, money, okay. significance, and fulfillment. I believe you get that when you marry your God-given purpose to your profession. <laughs> wow. And so, Brenda, were you that person? Like, I, I did you used to be that person where either, you know, the, the, the money was good in the career, but it may not have been in that alignment? Was that you? Oh, all day, every day, honey. I have had... <laughs> I have had 11 different jobs. I go to the highest bidder. <laughs> Who won't pay me more? I got to change industries. I don't care. Who paid me more? Okay. I, do I get to run my mouth? Then I'll go. Yes. I'll take the job. <laughs> I've worked. I've worked. In a, I've had 11 jobs in Georgia in the past 22 years. Mm-hmm. But I've had 15 jobs in my 30 years of corporate career. And I've worked in nine different industries. Mm, wow. Wow. And that because I just followed the money. Wherever the money wow. went is where I went. That's Whatever what you industry pay me. But was I happy? I was mad, oh. agitated, frustrated, but I was paid well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And see, God, God wants us to have more than money. He wants mm-hmm. us to have significance. He wants us to live lives of contribution. He wants us to be fulfilled and walking in the promises of God on this side of eternity. 
But where I, Brenda, was so busy, where's the money? Where's the money? Not realizing God, God already got the money together. <laughs> Follow the talent he gave me. And when I did that, we launched Breakthrough for Life. Wow. Oh my goodness, Brenda. <laughs> that is so powerful. And I know people are listening and shaking their head. Oh my goodness. So the fact that I can have it all, is that... So I can have the the money, I can have the significance, I can have the contribution to this world and it's okay. And that's what God desires for me to have. Yes, because God is very clear in Timothy. He says that I give you all good things for your enjoyment. Mm. I don't Mm. need a theology degree. I don't need a bachelor's degree and I don't need a GED to understand that. And that's- That's in the same set of scripture where he talks about money. When he says that I give you all good things for your enjoyment, right before that, he says, don't trust in money. Trust Mm. in me because I give you all good things for your enjoyment. So you with with God, you're not just going to get abundance because he died for us. He came for us to have abundance. You're not just going to get abundance in, in wealth or money, you're going to get an abundance in significance, an abundance in fulfillment. You're going to walk in the abundance of his promises, but you can't do, but you can't walk in his promises doing it the world's way. Wow. Wow. Is she over here preaching or what? Look, Brenda, look. Oh, okay. Brenda, hold on. Let me, oh goodness, goodness, goodness. Okay. Thank you, father. Okay. Brenda, what is the mission of the business? mission of the business is to equip people with the tools necessary to walk in their purpose and win at life. That is my business mission. And so in doing so, understanding that 78% of people are going to jobs that they don't like. They're there for the money and they're there for the benefits. Helping people discover their purpose and connect it with their profession, I believe sets them up to win at life. Because when you spend 40 to 50 hours of your week on in a place that you don't like with people you don't care for, mm-hmm. that's a huge stress on your body, your immune system, your health system, everything. You have a bad day at, at work, you come home, you want to kick the dog and slap the cat. Yes. Right? Might hit the might hit the hubby too, but okay, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> but but when you connect, yes. when you really connect your purpose and your passion, and you're doing that 40, 50 hours a week, not saying that everything you do in your purpose and your passion you're gonna love doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's it's work. You're always gonna have something you don't want to do. But when mm-hmm. you connect it to your purpose and your passion, the things that you need to do in whatever your God-given profession is. Mm-hmm. It's become things you don't like to do become more bearable because you 70% of the time you're enjoying everything you do. So instead wow. of going home and kicking the dog and slapping the cat, you go home and give the <laughs> hubby a big sloppy yes. and, and, and you cook a dinner for their kids and get that lasagna, get that lasagna going. <laughs> And, and your life is more fulfilled. Wow. And you wow. feel like you're winning at this game called life. Wow. That's the purpose of the business. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So, Brenda, let me ask you this. Because I know, you know, you're talking to us now on the other side of this thing. But for you, how were you able to walk away from the money, the benefits? Because there's so many people like, well, hey, Brenda, I have the, 
you know, I have the home, I have the car, I have the, you know, the husband, the kids, the responsibility. So, you know, these things are taking care of those things. How do you support your people in quote unquote walking away from that? Huge, huge is one, getting them to see that they can be just as successful operating in their purpose mm-hmm. as they are operating in a skill set they learned mm-hmm. to get a job they don't like. Yeah. And so the first thing is the mindset, g- okay. getting them to believe. Once they believe, they get excited. Then once the belief is dealt with the mindset, because wherever the mind goes, the body follows. Then the next thing is the how to. When you help a person who I have this gift, but I don't know how to monetize it. I have this passion, this dream, this vision, but I don't know how to bring it to life. That's where the strategist in me comes to life. And we put together that how-to program to help you make your job optional until you can make it obsolete. So you literally start making money in what I call your purpose business before you leave your job so you can transition out on your terms without without, um, committing financial suicide. Because many people think, oh my goodness, if I leave my job, I'm going to fall off the financial cliff. I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose this. No, mm-hmm. you're not. Mm-hmm. People who work me with me, they gain. You can't, you can't do God's purpose in your life and lose because God is a winner every time. Wait a minute, Brenda. Brenda, wait a minute. We got to let that marinate. I need you to repeat that part because so many people are stuck and stagnant in a space and place that they were not supposed to be or they have grown out of that season out of fear. So repeat that last line again. You said, God said, what? Go say that again from Brenda. I can't lose you, what? You cannot walk in the path God set for you and lose. It's biblically impossible. And let me tell you why. Even when Satan thought he killed Jesus, all he, what he didn't know is Jesus was a seed. That mm. once he died on that cross, then Jesus now could put his spirit in every person who believed in his name. So when we align with God's purpose for our lives, we can't lose. Because he's a God who always wins. And that's scriptural. Corinthians 2.15 says he leads us in a procession of triumph. That means battle after battle. That means win after win. <laughs> look, you guys, she gave you the scripture to go look it up yourself. And that's the part. Because once again, even I preface that question with, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to lose my house. I don't want to lose my car. I don't want to lose family. I don't want to lose this. And so once again, as long as you are in alignment with what it is that he has, and what was that scripture again? You said, what was it? It's Corinthians 2.15. I believe it's second, it is second Corinthians 2.15. All right, look, you guys, so I want us, I want y'all to go look at that scripture. While y'all are looking at that scripture, (laughs) we are going to take take a commercial break. So we will be back right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. 
Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The Free to Choose Forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity, unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash IamRachel. That's Calendly.com slash IamRachel. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. And so uh, we have Brenda Underwood on. Brenda is a dual certified business life coach. And so she's speaking with us about how to make our job optional. And so before the break, <laughs> Brenda was laying in there just talking to us about just being believers and, you know, not operating in that space of losing things. And so, Brenda, I know before the break, you had mentioned a, a, a scripture to us. What was that scripture? It again? is 2 Corinthians 2, 14 through 15. Perfect. Okay. So 2 Corinthians uh, 2, 14 and 15. So those of you, if you have any doubts and worry about losing, go through, read that scripture, chew on it and all that good stuff. So Brenda, I want to continue because this is such a powerful conversation. So I know you were kind of walking us through, you know, how you support your clients. So you said, you know, um, it begins with mindset and that belief. And once those people have that belief, then they get really excited. And then you transition to the how-to, which is the strategy part um, of it all. So, you know, continue to kind of talk to us about how you walk through your clients and helping them to make their job optional until they can make it obsolete. Well, the, as I indicated, the first step is the mindset, getting them to believe. But then we get into the business vision. And as we get into the business vision, I begin to extrapolate different pieces of their vision to put together their architectural blueprint. So I've worked with everything from hairstylists to writers to painters to people with brick and mortar businesses, whatever that passion is, we get into that vision and then I pull out the pieces to create their how-to program. So what are the first steps? But we cover what is necessary for every business. People ask me, why don't you specialize or niche into one particular type of business to launch? I say, because every single business has one thing in common. They need people who will buy. Yes. I don't care. Yes, yes, yes. I don't care what you're selling. You're going to have to have people who are willing to buy. So I go through that whole brand declaration. What is your brand? And it's so much more than a logo. Your brand goes oh. from the who they who they are introduced to the first time they get knowledge of your business all the way through to the finished product. 
and them ex their experience mm -hmm. with the finished product. So we go through the brand declaration. We go through the marketing piece. Who's your ideal client? What are their pain points? And what is the marketing message that's going to bring them into your audience and capture their attention? Because that's what we're really fighting for in this online space is trying to catch someone's attention. Then we go through a full marketing strategy, how to increase your audience if you're doing social media marketing. Some of my clients do traditional marketing, which I'm well versed in because I worked for one of the, the third largest ad agencies when I was 19 years old, almost 30 years ago. They broke me in to the whole marketing advertising piece. And so whether they're doing online marketing or traditional marketing, we put together that framework for that marketing strategy and put together their sales funnel. At that place that we have figured out how to get the clients, how to get their attention and bring them into the room so that they can become a client, then we walk all the way through product fulfillment. You know, I've got clients that have manufacturers over in China who are manufacturing their T-shirts or products and stuff. Um, so we're going to go through product fulfillment. Or if you're a coach, we're going to go through program fulfillment. How do you put a program together and actually get a client from where they start out with you all the way to the end and hit the result? So whether it's service or product, we're going to put together that product fulfillment. Then we're going to get into what I call the fun stuff, the, the business launch and getting the, that first sale in and how do we mm. celebrate that with a small win? And then how do we begin to propel those sales so that you can eventually pay your mortgage from mm. your purpose, passion, God-given business? Oh my goodness. <laughs> You guys, Brenda just gave us the blueprint <laughs> on how she walks her clients to once again, from making your job optional to making it obsolete. And what I love about what you just described to us, Brenda, is, you know, it's a process. I think sometimes if people get caught up on what they see online, you know, I open my business on Monday and on Tuesday, I'm a millionaire. So Brenda, are you saying that is not it? Honey, if it was, I'd be making a whole lot more money. But, and wait a minute. And it wouldn't be something that people would want to do because everybody would be doing it. It would yes. be common. Yes. And so, yes, it is a product process. Look, if you're frustrated on your job, call me before you quit. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Brenda. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need, I need them to hear that again. Say that again. If you are frustrated on your job, call me before you quit. Mm. Mm. because this is the beauty. I have been work doing workplace exit strategies with my clients for seven years. And this is the beauty that happens, The what I call the magic of the work, a winning workplace exit strategy. We, we deal with the issues that you're dealing with on your job in that same program. So things on your job get better because we start, we diffuse whatever the conflict is going on on your job. Things on your job get better as you're building your business so that when you end that job, you end well. Mm. It ain't a, y'all didn't give me my vacation time deuces. I'm out. I quit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not one of those situations where you go and then you go on your beautiful vacation and come back 
and you don't have any income coming in because there's a long road between launching your business and your first paid client. Mm, mm. And that road can be longer when you try to DIY it yourself. Oh my goodness. So, so you, so what could be a one year journey turns into a three to five year bumpy road because you want to YouTube it and read a book instead of getting expertise from someone who's not just done a workplace exit strategy herself, but also has helped several Mm. leave their jobs and go into business. So I'm going to tell you real quick Mm -hmm. with the sake of time. I have a client that I just talked about where he hated his job. I thought he was ready to murder his boss. And yeah, he was hot about it. And we fixed the situation on his job so well that when he went in to quit that job because he had now created two other streams of revenue from his purpose-driven, God-given talents, when he went in to quit that job, they was like, how much money you want to stay? Oh. oh, wow. Okay, wait a minute. First of all, Brenda, you're stepping on some toes because I, you know, I'm in the online space and I've seen people put your job, put your job, put your job, put your job. And Brenda is saying, no, you need to have a strategy in place. She shows her clients how to have a strategy to the point where when you do decide, like, first of all, you know, I make sure, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard you say you equip them with strategies and techniques and things that they can use to help improve what's going on at the job, correct? Exactly. So we and fix their immediate stressor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while we set them up to propel into their future. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I, I think that is key. And I think that's important. Once again, just having been in this space and been an entrepreneur for so long, you know, I see people do it a certain way. And then either one, they're back in, you know, their, their business, they either had to close it down and now they're back in this career. And because of the way that they left that first time, you know, it makes it harder for them to re-enter. So whether or not it's because they can't get a recommendation or, you know, whatever it may be. So Brenda, I think the way that you were describing how you help your people, because sometimes I feel like people don't realize that there are other options out there. They're just like, okay, I got to quit because I don't know what else to do. So I'm glad that you are here letting them know that there are other options out there. Perfect. And so let me ask you this. What, and I know one of them already, but what are some mistakes that you see people making when they do exit their jobs i know some of them you know just kind of quitting (laughs) without a plan what are some of those other mistakes that you see people making in this process especially when they want to start a business one of the biggest mistakes is that you already mentioned is impulsive decisions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that's not that's not displayed in scripture Scripture Mm. shows us that when they went in to take the promised land, they went in and did what they call R&D, research and development. Go in and spy out the land and see what's there. So that's the number one mistake people make is they're impulsive. They're mad at their boss. They want to quit their job. They're out. That's Mm. the number Uh one mistake. Uh The second mistake that, that people make is they underestimate how long it takes to do the different segments of business building. They underestimate, the second thing that they do is they overestimate word of mouth advertising. Ah. 
So they think I'm just going to tell my cousins and them about it. And that's going to bring me enough business to pay the mortgage. So that's Mm. the second. And then the third one, I think it's the third, third or fourth. The third or fourth one is they think that, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Now I can work half a work day and make just as much money. And what I tell, this is the number one thing I tell my entrepreneurs, especially if they're already in their business uh-huh. and they're struggling making money. The first thing I ask them is how much, how many hours did you work on your job? Well, I would work 50, 40 to 50 hours a week on my job. How many hours are you working in your business? Well, I'm working about 20, 25. Okay. <laughs> how much money are you making in, when you worked in corporate? They, they usually, I usually work with people who are pretty good earners because they're female leaders Mm -hmm. Uh and you know they tell me that whatever that number is usually closer to six figures and I said okay so are you making that in your business and they say no I said what changed and they'll say well I don't know what changed yeah what changed was you was working 50 hours in your job and you working 25 hours in your business oh my god did she break it all the way down for them and they walk right on in that trap right there look oh my gosh (laughs) You know, working a job for someone else is hard. Working mm-hmm. your own business is hard. hard. One mm-hmm. is working a job for somebody else is hard and not as gratifying. Mm-hmm. Working your own entrepreneurial career is hard and fulfilling and sets you up for a life of significance, a life yeah. of contribution and a life of legacy. So yes, both of them are hard, but what happens after the hard is what makes the big difference. Mm. and that part right there and I and let me know if I'm wrong I feel like a lot of it is because of what they may see especially via social media um because people don't always show all the side of this building this business building thing so very interesting very interesting and so I know, you know, you mentioned the, the underestimating, the overestimating, them not working <laughs> the amount of hours, you know, to really and truly kind of grow that business. So Brenda, what is one tip you would have for someone who is interested in transitioning from employee to entrepreneur? My one tip is to get crystal clear clarity on what you want and do that thinking on paper. Don't just have it in your head. Get crystal clear on what you want and do the thinking of what you want on paper. Write it out. There's something that psychologically happens to us when we write out what our deepest desires are and what we truly want. Well, well, because simply, let me just say this simply Uh thoughts thoughts are fluid. They change when you put it on paper, it gets more solid and real. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You guys, I told you, you guys always have to have paper and pencil (laughs) as we do these conversations. And so Brenda, believe it or not, we are out of time. So my question to you is for those people that are listening, those female leaders that are listening and they want to make their job optional until they can make it obsolete, how can they find out more information about you? So what's your website, your email, your social media handles? 
First off, you can find me on Instagram, real easy, Life Coach Brenda. Or you can go to my website, breakthroughforlife.com. Click on the contact us and schedule a free 45-minute discovery call, which is not a high-pressure call, but it's a discovery call simply for us to build your custom coaching program that's unique to how God made you. Wow. Brenda, I want to thank you <laughs> for coming on and just sharing your wisdom and your knowledge, your skills, your skill set with my listeners. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank you. And you guys, it we is will, a joy. Uh, thank you. And you guys, we will have more right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The free to choose forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity, unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. That's Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. We have now moved to one of my favorite parts of the show is Beverly's Six Figure Framework Tip of the Day. And so this part of the show is just really me having a conversation with you guys about tips, strategies, resources that you can use and implement to help you create a six-figure and multi-six-figure business. And so these are the same strategies and tools and resources that I've used to create a multi-six-figure business and what I share with my clients as well to help them create their six-figure businesses as well. And so today's topic is just all about, you know, these are my, the, the things that I wish I would have known <laughs> as I was creating this multi six figure business. So these are just some things I really and truly want to share with you. I always say, you know, me specifically, I am a business strategist for Christian female coaches who are looking to create at least $30,000 in 90 days. So my clients create anywhere between 35,000 to $116,000 in 90 days. And, you know, they are able to accomplish this because I am able to share with them things that took me, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for over 13 years, a business strategist specifically for over four, four and a half years. And so, you know, I, my goal is to accelerate things for them so that they don't have to make some of the same mistakes that I have made in this process. So actually, one of my programs is called a revenue accelerator because I want them to be able to accelerate their revenue generation and not have to go through some of the stumbling blocks in the, the, the things that I've done and even things that I've seen my colleagues and, and my clients do. 
you know, on this mission and on this goal to creating this financially successful business. And so I just want to share a couple of the things that, like I said, I wish I would have known along this process. And I know, and I get it, that it was a part of my process, a part of my journey. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, okay, guys, you know, hey, I could have skipped over this part right here. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, God, I know that this is a part of what I needed to be able to share with others so that they know that I understand and I get it. And I know what it's like, you know, in this process and in this journey. And so one of the biggest things that I wish that I would have known when it comes to creating a multi six figure business is to keep things simple. <laughs> keep things simple. And I know when people think about creating 200,000, 600,000, $900,000 in their business, sometimes people are under this impression that they have to go bigger and go harder and do more. And it's actually quite the opposite. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes we find ourselves doing all the things, trying to get this thing to work versus us sitting down and really looking at, okay, what are these, you know, one or two steps that I need to take and, and take consistently in order for me to really start creating and generating this revenue on a consistent basis. And then once I find those one or two things to do, then what can I do to one, you know, duplicate it, two, to be able to scale it, three, to be able to grow my team, like those types of things. And so that's why, especially if you're in the online space, there are so many things out there competing for your attention. And so when I say so many things, you'll see someone over here that says, hey, if you want to create six figures, if you want to create multi six figures, you have to do webinars. And then there's someone over there saying, no, if you want to create multi six figures, then you have to do challenges. And then there's someone over there saying, no, if you want to create multi six figures, then you need to have a chat bot. And no, you, it's, it's all in your email list. So when you're hearing all of these different things, it can be very easy for you to fall into that trap of chasing all of these shiny objects. The thing is, and the thing that I have learned in this space is, it really and truly depends on a number of factors to uh, factors for you to take into consideration when you're trying to choose which of those strategies to implement in your business. And so I know for me, I had to learn, you know, that when I understood myself and how I operate and how I wanted my business to operate, that's when things fell into a flow for me. But what I had to also understand is what may work for me may not work for another person, even if they do business coaching or business or if they're a business strategist. So that's one thing. And this was something that I learned even before entrepreneurship. This is something that I learned as an educator in, in the field of education. We call it differentiation. And so I brought that skill set into my business as a business strategist. I knew that I could not show one coach how to do something and then try to uh, apply that exact same principle to the next coach because it may not work just depending upon what's going on in that coach's business. And so my clients will tell you that they give specific strategies for their specific business. That is why my clients are able to do thirty-five dollars to $116,000 in 90 days. You know, 80% of my clients hit that type of revenue goal. And it's because they are, you know, they have a plan that's customized to them in their coaching business. 
And so it's the same thing with you. So you want to look at how you are, you know, how you're skilled and, and, and crafted and created. So I will use myself as an example. So one thing for me, I know some of my strengths are talking. I know that. I have a TV show. I have a radio show. You know, I a teacher, a trainer, a consultant, a speaker. So I am used to speaking. And so for me, I want to incorporate strategies that allow for me to speak because I know when I speak, that allows for me to connect with my people. So I had to look for strategies that would allow for me to speak. So that means for me, and I also know some of my limitations. One thing that is a struggle for me is writing. I know how to write. I'm college educated. But for me to get my head, my, my thoughts out of my head and onto paper is harder for me. But once again, it's easier for me to pick up a recorder and either record something or click that go live button and just speak it. And so once again, looking at that. So for you, if your strength is writing, then how can you incorporate that in your business? How can you use that to help you scale to six figures and multi six figures in your business? That is what you want to look at, not just copying what someone else is doing because it worked for them. Just because it worked for them does not mean that it will work for you. So you want to find those strategies that will work to, for you and play into your strengths. Now, one thing that I do caution my people not to do is to not do something because of fear. There is a difference between that. Some people don't go live, not because they don't know how to speak, it's because they are afraid. What if I push this go live button and I stumble over my words? What if I push this go live button and my hair is standing up on my head? What if I push this? And I tell people that all the time. My thing is that's fear stopping you from doing something, not because it's not something that you're not good at, it's fear. And we know, you know, as believers, we do not allow fear to keep us from doing things. And so I always tell my people, you know, with those examples that I gave about going live, hey, if you stumble over your words, own it. Just say, oh my gosh, you guys, did you just hear what I just said? I don't even know what I just said. So I know for me, when I mess up, I'll go, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> I just incorporate that. Or if I go live and notice, you know, that my hair is standing up, I'm, I'm like, hey, you guys, why you didn't tell me this hair is standing up on my head? Like incorporate that, include that. Um, you know, another thing I tell people, have your notes. So if you've ever seen one of my lives, nine times out of 10, you'll hear me say, hey, you guys, I have my notes here because I want to make sure that I don't miss anything. I want to make sure you guys get all this juicy information. Like that's what I mean when I say incorporate it into what you do versus allowing it to be a hindrance for you act from you actually doing the thing. Just include it in what you do. <laughs> So I pray that that was, you know, that that was helpful for you and to you. So, you know, like I said, keeping it simple. So really and truly you looking at what do I need to do? What are those one or two things I can do in my business, incorporate in my business to help me to really and truly create this sustainable business? Another thing in keeping it simple is stop trying to do everything by myself. That was another piece. So some people are like, well, Bev, I can't afford it. No, you can't afford to try to continue to do this by yourself. Because the thing is, the time that you're spending, you know, trying to create a graphic, the time that you're spending, you know, putting out information on your social media pages, the time that you're spending trying to answer all the messages that come through, whatever it is, that is time that you're wasting. That is time that you could be doing either one delivering coaching because only you can deliver that type of coaching that you do. 
So why not start and start creating that team? Now, that doesn't mean you start off with 20 people on your team. You build as you go. You build as you grow, how I like to say it. And so you want to look at your business and ask yourself, you know, what are those things that, you know, I can, one, if you don't like to do it, you know, hey, what are some of those things I don't like to do <laughs> that I can pass off to someone else? What are those things that, you know, I'm okay with doing it, but it takes a lot of my time. Like you really want to sit down. I always think about sitting down and counting up the cost. You know, what is it costing you to sit there and try to create that thing where once again, you're creating that graphic and it's taking you three, four hours to create it, where you can hire someone who can do that same graphic in 15 minutes. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by sitting down and counting up the cost. Because I always say, you know, look at the CEO of a major company. That CEO, he or she is not sitting on their computer creating a graphic, you, you know, on Photoshop or Canva or whatever it is. So, you know, why are you doing that? Well, Bev, I'm not the CEO of a major corporation right now, but won't you be? Like, isn't that your goal to be a CEO of a major company? So there are certain things that even if you don't have that on paper right now, there are still some things that you can incorporate now that you can do now, although you're not at that end result yet. So once again, sit down and count up the cost. And so, you know, really and truly looking at how can I build my business? There are so many different ways. There are so many people out there that can support you and they can do it at various price points. We automatically say that you can't afford it, but you didn't even bother to once again, sit down and count the cost. Did you actually sit down and go and see how much would it cost me to have that assistant? How much would it cost me to have that manager? How much would it cost? Did you actually even look at it or did you automatically just discount yourself? Did you automatically count yourself out because you just assumed that you could not afford it? So I always tell my people, you know, we are entrepreneurs. Our number one goal is to solve a problem. So if the first thing you did was say that you could not do something without even sitting down and trying to solve that problem, then I question your, your desire and your passion to be an entrepreneur. So remember your goal, that number one goal is to solve a problem. So sit down and look to see what you can do to start building your team as an entrepreneur, stop trying to do everything by yourself. Stop discounting yourself and saying automatically that you can't afford it without you sitting down and calculating the cost, sitting down and counting the cost yourself. So you want to make sure that you actually do that. So that is another piece with keeping it simple. And I know what's the gift for some people. They're like, no, ma'am, no, yes, it is. It is. So, you know, like I said, really and truly sitting down, looking at you building your team, really and truly you sitting down and seeing what works best for you and your business and where you are in your business. That is part of keeping it simple. Another part of keeping it simple in your business, if you desire to create a multi six figure business, once again, this part looking at who you're surrounding yourself with. So if your desire is to create your next half a million, your next 200,000, your next 900,000, who do you have in your circle that have, has done that? Or who do you have in your circle that also desires to create their next half a million in, in, in 12 months or half a million in six months? Who do you have in your circle that is doing that? Well, Bev, I don't know of anybody. Then open your mouth and ask. Open your mouth and ask. <laughs> 
that's one thing. I have an online community. I have a Facebook group. And that's one amazing thing about my Facebook group. You know, we have people that are at every part of their journey, some of who haven't started yet, all the way to some that have a goal this year of creating a million dollars in their business. And so the, the people are out there, we are fortunate to have the access to the internet and being able to have access to certain groups. My thing is leverage that access that you have to create you a circle of people that have similar goals. Sometimes we fill our, our space and our place with people that are about mess. Don't do that. If you are serious about that type of revenue goal, then you want to make sure that you have people surrounding you that either have that same type of goal and passion or desire, um, you know, that want to, that want to, you know, create that type of revenue. So surround yourself with those people that have that same type of passion and desire. And then, of course, as a business strategist, I'm going to encourage you to get that coach, that business coach, that sales coach, that business strategist that does that. So if you're looking to create multi-six figures, then get a, a, a business coach or a sales coach or whatever that has done that so that you're working with someone that has that goal. Now, of course, that's not the only thing. Yes, you want to look at them in that revenue goal, but also look at are they aligned with your values and things like that. That's another thing that you want to make sure that you're in alignment with as well. So once again, those are just three simple ways of you being able to scale your business to six figures and multi-six figures. So once again, you know, keeping it simple. You want to keep it simple. So you want to ensure that you're incorporating strategies that are in alignment with your business model. You want to ensure that you are building your team and you want to ensure that you are surrounding yourself with people that have similar goals and people who have done what it is that you desire to accomplish. So that is all that I have for today's six-figure uh, framework tip of the day. Once again, my name is Beverly Wathauer. I am a business strategist specifically for Christian female coaches who are looking to create at least $30,000 in 90 days. I thank you so much. Once again, if you are interested in learning more about how I may be able to support you, feel free to reach out to me. My website is www.beverlywathauer.com. My email is beverly at beverlywathour.com. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Beverly Wathour. You guys, thank you so much for joining. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. Join us again.